bunch of bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, I hate Marcus too. I'm pure. I know it's almost like... I wouldn't say I'm glad he's not here. Like, I wouldn't go that far. But, you know, I am, I am enjoying the pressure. All right, let's get started. All right, so we've been live for about two minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, Dan, you've just embarrassed yourself and made the next recording really awkward. Womp, womp, womp. Now I feel a fool. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm a fool. Okay. I'm your host, Jason Musican. Hi, Jason Musican. Thomas, Thomas Sharp. Hi, Thomas Sharp. Hello, Dion from here. That's what they call me on. Thomas Sharp it just shows like <laughs> <a> selective hearing. <laughs> Thomas Sideshow is what they call me on the streets. Yeah, Sideshow Thomas. Yeah. SST. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dion from here. I don't know why I always point when why I do you <laughs> Again, <laughs> visual gags. <laughs> Everyone was, like, for everyone was listening to the one time you didn't point. Everyone's like, I don't know who he's referring to. Jason, is your mic plugged in? Anyway, that was ah, where's your Jason, one go? Plug me in, Jason. Plug me Top right. In. Yeah. Hooray! Hooray! Professionals. It's We're a good professional. thing I caught that. Good job, Thomas. We're proud Woo! of you. Okay, uh, so now we need to redo that beginning. <laughs> I just redo that beginning. <laughs> okay, talk shit about Marcus. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, I agree, Thomas. Marcus is valuable <laughs> and a great addition to the show, and I miss him terribly. And I would never say anything otherwise. I believe that. Welcome to the Cinebeards. I'm your host, Jason Musicanth. With me, Hi. as always, Hi. is uh, Dion van Heeren, who I'm pointing at now. Hi. And uh, Thomas uh, Sideshow. Uh, Sideshow Thomas SST. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, That's what they call him out on the street. We're pushing that now. And uh, calling in from home today is uh, Marcus Kneif, which is German for knife. Hey. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, as Dion, would like to talk about Star Wars for a second. <laughs> yes, Dion. I'm sure you have some controversial opinions. <laughs> Dion, you are a butt. The theme of this episode, in fact. <sighs> All right, so uh, Dion, take us away. Shit, I'm Dion. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's okay. Freaky Friday. No, guys, we're gonna, we're, gonna have, be... we're gonna have to start it again. All right. All right, as a cold open. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you, uh, your turn. No. Well, now that that party's been pooped, <laughs> <laughs> we're what talking I, about review like aggregators and, and critics versus audience oh. scores and shit. Yeah. The, they're bad or good or, or whatever your opinion is. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. That's pretty subtle. It wasn't. Oh, damn it. I, don't know, it was okay. I learned how to do satire from Rockstar Games. <laughs> I'm a fat American. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is a caricature. <laughs> I'm a caricature. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nailed it, you right? roasted you, Rockstar you pretty good there. You played that new Red Dead. Oh, uh, no, I that. couldn't afford to. Like, I could only buy the base game. Yeah, so you couldn't play the whole one. Yeah. You played the demo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pay now to unlock premium content. And with them, as I'm like, the first taste is free. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first taste is $60. <laughs> so, yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Well, um, not Rotten well, Tomatoes, but review aggregators. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, sure, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and Metacritic, Jason. There are more review aggregators than just Rotten Tomatoes. And One then of... there's also the IMDb star rating. And... Which is the most bizarre of all of them. Elaborate? 
Uh, I will. Um, so anybody can get an IMDb account yeah. and just contribute to the star rating with whatever the fuck you want. It's not reviewed by any sort of process. Troll reviews are not weeded that out. Seems like, you that say seems that like, good, like good democracy. Um, you say that like Metacritic and Metacritic is the way into the light. I didn't say that. I'm just saying it is a lot harder to have your review counted on Rotten Tomatoes. Like there is there are actually like there there are still the occasional mm. troll reviews like that one that took get out of a hundred percent. Yeah. Um but you do still actually have to for the um critic score you do actually have to be from an actual No, I'm uh, not saying critics, I'm saying audience score. Oh yeah, those audience scores are a fucking joke. Absolute fucking joke. I didn't get the punchline, but but like you best but believe it's a fucking joke. Audience scores are as useless as a gag reflex on a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I don't. I just this whole culture, I guess, that people have gotten to now, where they obsessively check, like, oh, what the Rotten Tomatoes score is for a movie, and that's the be all and end all of how good the movie is. Is it fresh? Then well, I'll actually, go they've watch moved it. on from that now to oh, the <clears> Rotten Tomatoes <throat> score is this. The critics hate this movie but the critics love the last jedi therefore i have to like obsessively upvote this film you know like uh what was the recent one uh, venom venom yeah venom. what happened with venom where uh, where venom's audience score is sky high and most of the discourse i was seeing online was like oh the critics hate this but the critics love the last jedi so the these are apples and these are oranges yeah. pretty much like it's just amazing, like, how much of a cultural moment that actually ended up being. And Bizarrely. How, and, I mean, like, that also had the whole, you know, audience score review bombing. The best part of Venom was that it gave us new songs by Eminem and Run the Jewels. Yeah. yeah, that seems to be the thing now. It's like, if it's sort of tangentially related, like, competing with a Disney product, um, and it's part of that sort of hardcore nerddom, and critics are being negative about it then uh people automatically will be sort of in support of the project regardless of its quality because those reviewers are all bought out by disney and uh if it's sort of a disney product that's being rated really highly um anything disney related then it's like oh disney buying it's this weird automatic contrarian which is thing it, that people are doing which is yeah. interesting because there's actually a lot of disney live action films that weren't rated reviewed well their first yeah. party live action stuff is generally generally doesn't do very well it's not it it's doesn't do so, very well but it doesn't do poorly yeah yeah but it but it's absolutely not like scores you would pay for yeah it's it's 50s yeah 50s and 60s and they forget like if Disney was paying reviewers, wouldn't they be paying top dollar for their own first party stuff? Yes, it's, it's the Lucasfilms and the Marvel, which are their subsidiaries, and no, Pixar that see, are getting they great just reviews. sacrifice the ones you see. It's all a plan. I don't yeah, think it's, so. It's to throw people uh, off. Yeah, it's, it's so. the red herring. It's a blue herring. The red baron. Yeah. Yes. I watched a movie about him the other day. Is it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Poor guy couldn't have kids. Oh. That's his problem. <laughs> or his positive, actually. Yeah, when, it's just when people point to the audience scores, like, oh, look, a movie's for the fans, this is the audience score, they fail to take into account that the only people 
bothering to go and vote it up or, or, or give their review score on a movie online is if they either really, really hate it or they really, really love it. Exactly. Yeah. It's always going to be super polarized and the decision to go and sort of make a public-facing vote on a site like that is usually going to be emotionally charged. Yeah, which, is, which the... is super smart for Rotten Tomatoes. It was the, the, them yeah. basically pitting the audience against the critics, yes. which is what they've done, yeah. is fucking intelligent because everybody looks to it and the more... It's like vice. The more angry you make people the more they come to be angry and yeah. yell at each other and the more psych traffic you get and the more relevant you stay. Yeah, so Completely right. It just makes business sense. It's f- fucking egregious, but it makes business sense. Yeah, and it's it's just... The, what, what's the most emotionally charged thing at the moment in sort of geek fandom? And It's obviously Star it, Wars. Yeah. And, and it's obviously The Last Jedi and everything just keeps coming back to that. I just... <laughs> Why can't they let it go? Why can't we have nice things? I don't know. I love the fact that, like, the prequel trilogy happened, but somehow The Last Jedi has, yeah. quote, killed Star Wars, yeah. unquote. Like, have they seen Not Attack Hayden of the Christensen. Clones? Not that. Have they seen Attack of the Clones? No, no, no. That was the exciting one. Fuck off. <laughs> You know, that's how it's viewed, right? Yeah. Holy shit. Venom has an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 87% Are at the moment. Are you fucking kidding me? 87%? What's what's uh, Fellowship of the Rings? Oh, no. I don't oh, know. no. I, 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 it's I, probably a flat 87. I, I, I want to know. This is important. Hey. Return of the King is 86. Two Towers is 95. Fellowship is 95. So it has a higher audience. It has a higher audience store than Return of the Motherfucking King. No, it's just Return of the King. No, this is the um, the American special re-release. Oh yeah, okay. Well, the the lowest of the Hobbit movies on audience score is seventy (laughs) four. Wow. (laughs) Who watched that movie? I did. No, no, and enjoyed it. Oh. Enough to give it a seventy because okay. There's a great example. The Hobbit, objectively, a terrible movie in every yeah. single regard. There's not one redeeming quality to it. Yes, there How... is. There's a, that cool flashback where it's like, oh. that was one that I could call king. Okay, cool. One redeeming moment. I stand corrected. Think about, because that's an average, think about how high it must have been rated by people for it to be knocked down to 74%. At least like seventy five. Yeah. At, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Mathematically speaking. Yeah. That is ridiculous. <laughs> wow. No, but you can always trust the audience scores. Yeah, they're definitely not yeah, swayed sure. by uh, each other. Yeah. There, it's such an emotionally charged thing, and you're completely right that it is there to drive traffic. It is there. They're peddling in in hate and anger. Yeah, it's 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 hate clicks that they harvest pretty disgusting yeah i mean at least um the 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 meta score for venom isn't that bad i mean by that bad i mean that high on the audience score it's only 6.3 yeah which is more reasonable it's reasonable but that's still indicative of people aggressively upvoting it yeah i would i would certainly say so so is the 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 critic score and that's telling as well like, like 
Um, Metacritic feels a bit more... A little bit more genuine. Yeah, it feels a bit more neutral almost. Like, Rotten Tomatoes is the one where something is, like, rotten or fresh. Yeah, like, they've got their own branding about it. Metacritic is just like, here's the scores. Yeah, it's so polarizing. And that tells you, again, that it is an emotional issue because that's where these people congregate. Specifically on... On Rotten Tomatoes. Do Rotten Tomatoes, incidentally, do they still do that whole thing where they're like, hold back a score and then reveal it? I I, they did that for a short while. I think they stopped it because people were like, what the fuck are you doing? This is the most transparently garbage thing you've ever done. I think they have stopped that. They had the worst hosts in the known Admittedly, I don't know, but I do think they've stopped that live reveal. It was... Okay, I'm glad they have. <laughs> but what was it for that we... What was the first time they did it? Yeah. Because I think that's the only time I ever watched it. Yeah. <laughs> was it Avengers, was was it Avengers 2? No, but it was definitely like... I think it was a Marvel. Was it a big Marvel? Wasn't it like Civil War or something? Was it Civil War? I'm sure it was some big Marvel thing. Maybe. It was a big Maybe Marvel it might have been Civil War, actually. Yeah. Okay, Wow. So I'm I'm just busy looking at the Metacritic here for The Last Jedi. Yeah, a good movie. So there are, in the critic reviews, there are mm-hmm. 53 positive mm-hmm. and three mixed. All right, and a mixed is 60 again, to 40. What's this? Uh, the Last Jedi. Yeah. So there's 53 positive reviews from critics and three mixed. But when you go to the, the audience reviews, it's a little less balanced. Yeah. With 882 positive, 418 mixed, and 2,370 negative reviews. Jeez. And Metacritic does positive And those by... are mostly zero. <laughs> oh, just flat zero. Just flat zero. Oh, so like a really um, balanced, nuanced critical review of something that you found <laughs> objectionably bad one right? of the zero one of the featured um uh yeah, yeah, yeah. audience reviews here on metacritic of the of, of the last jedi it hit me within the, the first two sentences he hit says me. something about it being like a conspiracy that it's so high the review score <sighs> that man's got he's got finger on the pulse yeah Oh, okay. It was Justice League. Justice League. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, because they were like trying to hold back the negative score, and I don't. But I don't think like there's a conflict of interest there with you know Warner Brothers have like having a part share in Rotten Tomatoes. No, No. it's definitely nothing. No, there definitely is, guys. Oh shit! It's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite day. Like it was Freaky Friday earlier. This is horrible. (laughs) Is it? Is it soul destroying? Yeah, what, absolutely what, soul destroying. What you're experiencing now is something similar to what I did. I don't know why I did this, but when I went uh, online on Amazon to look if I could snag me that special edition of the new Blade Runner, I went to the Blu-ray section and I was reading the reviews. I don't know why. Nope. I don't know why I did this, but I did, and I just I sorted by one star reviews and. These are the people. These are the people we let determine a score for a movie. Because, like I said, like it's it's 
the zeros are indicative of it's it's not about having a discussion it's not about saying yeah that was a star wars movie i didn't like it for x y and z why did you like it yeah discuss it's, it, yeah. it's rage it's yeah it's, it's emotion it's charge it's just and fuck it to make it clear like obviously critic reviews are also subjective they're not perfect but of course there's always yeah. going to be on average more of a but critics also have a responsibility yeah, there's just more maintain. of a measured response yes. like i i think critics will rarely transparently write reviews out of like and if they do anger it's very obvious yeah. yeah and you can pretty much kind of discard it because you're like well i'm not reading your review to think about what there's you like felt. there's that, that infamous troll reviewer who like you know will give glowing scores to transformers films but like went out of his way to give Get Out a negative review so it would lose its 100%. Yes. Like, and that guy we know is a troll reviewer who's actively looking for clicks. But yeah. someone giving, like, a score, a film I like, say, two and a half stars out of five. Like, I would agree with the review, but it's not egregious because it's they obviously just saw it differently. Yeah. Anyone giving a film, like, a zero... Or like a full five. I'm always just super suspicious, especially a zero. Yeah, because that's a like, zero is almost that's more making suspicious. A, yeah, that's making a statement like that's just this is ideologically offended me somehow. Yeah, this is shaken, shaken some core pillar of my worldview beliefs. Mm-hmm. In that I am angry enough to rate your score not even worth a score. I want to... Your score is... Your movie is not a movie. It is zero. Yeah. It's an attack. So, yeah. And I, and just how many... Hey. How many zero reviews you see in audience reviews. It's just... I mean, even if it's a film I don't like, the, that proliferation of zeros. And then you have the other end of the scale where people are like, oh, a lot of people giving the zero, so I'm giving it a 10 to balance yeah. it out. It's like... That's not... That's what no is point. the value? There, there's no fucking value in that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I still think I, the yeah. best way, it, unless you're going to just watch a lot of films, which is obviously one way of doing it, is to just find reviewers that you seem to have a similar mindset yeah, to. Yeah, w- watch a couple reviews of movies you have yourself wa- your, your, yourself watched. Yeah. Yeah, that you like, some that you don't like. See, like, this reviewer, that reviewer, how do they view these films? And what, event- are, they, what are the aspects of the film that they judge and look at? Yeah, what, what do they mainly focus how, on? Like, how do they come to their scores? And if mm. it's the same similar way to in which you judge your movie experience. Yeah. I think it's also important for moviegoers to watch movies first. Bef- and, like, I know that sounds counterintuitive with the way that movie reviews are meant to mm. either advise you or dissuade you from watching a film that you might not like. I think it's important to form an, your own opinion in a vacuum mm. based on your own metrics and then kind of go to trusted people that, like you said, you... No, but Thomas, then it might be different from your peers. Oh, and then everything you are is a lie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I still, oh, I, shit. I still depend a lot on reviews. Hmm. And I've got a couple of reviewers that I sort of trust and friends that I trust sort of their views on and i kind of get a feel because obviously like going to the film is is expensive yeah um and one has limited time and there's a lot to see out there yeah um, so uh, 
you know sometimes it is nice to just know hey i trust this reviewer like this reviewer and i in the past have generally seen eye to eye like sure there are a few outliers of course like i mean even my favorite reviewer is there's things that i like strong yeah you're never gonna agree with but it's at least some indicator of like this is worth at least giving a shot um, especially if it's a paid thing. Mm. Like, sometimes I'll just... Like, I knew Annabelle was going to be garbage, but, you know, it was on TV. I was sitting at my parents' house. Like, May as well. I'll watch the first... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wasted the... F- yeah, I think I made it about 40 minutes in. Oh, brave. Yeah, but... um, But still, it's something that I specifically avoided paying money to see because mm-hmm. of reviewers as that I trust. Well, you should. Like even though I love the Conjuring films that it was derived from, um, and if it hadn't been for reviews, I would have wasted that money based mm. on brand loyalty. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. I suppose you're right in that regard. So yeah, like I, I agree that in ideally one should be watching the films first. Um, it's just not viable. Yeah, it's always. not always viable because there are just so many films. There's also a lot of films where the marketing doesn't necessarily appeal to me, the poster doesn't appeal to me, the well, uh, yeah, like it, yeah. just look at like. Uh, an example is the new Hellboy. Like, how terrible is that tagline for that yeah. poster? Like, that doesn't fill me with confidence. But man, do I want to watch the film? Yeah. So. Or you know, this this film <coughs> I wouldn't have necessarily watched. Which uh, one was Rough Night? I think that's the one. Oh with, yeah, yeah. With Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The 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 ladies only. Um, yeah. There's there's hangover. No way I would ever have gone to watch that. But then I was going through YouTube check movie bob's review of it and he was like this is actually just like a surprisingly fun time this is actually like just a really good like you know good time for him to go watch like not very heavy mm. it's got some great comedy performances like it's fun and i said like cool said so my wife like let's go let's get go in the car it. let's go watch it and we had a great time and i wouldn't have watched it had it if it wasn't for, for someone that. that I trusted saying, like, you know what? You wouldn't Give think it it, this is great and you're going to have fun. Speaking of movie, Bob, I have never followed and then unfollowed somebody on Twitter so fucking fast. Yeah? Holy crap. It was like, yeah, I was following movie, Bob, on Twitter. I'm sure we're going to get stuff about movies. Man, did we not get stuff about yeah. movies. What'd you get? It, just American politics. Oh, yeah. That's all oh, yeah. he tweets about. And I was like, whew. I, I'll just stick to your YouTube then. Yeah. Like, Yep. Yeah, here's here's one, Thomas. Um, well, there's a big disparity. A big disparity between um, a critic score and a audience score. That nah, hit me. Um, you were a big fan of It Comes at Night. I was a very big fan of It Comes at Night. Critics, eighty-eight uh, percent with critics. Nice. Yeah, that's that's what I give it. I give it about an eighty-eight. Forty-three with the audience. What? Yeah. Have you seen it? I've not seen it. Oh, because I, uh, I don't want to give anything away. Would you give it? A, I'd give it an eighty. Yes. Like I, I definitely. I, I would my give it a solid expectations were like subverted. <laughs> That's I, the thing. I, I, like, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, but, but it's, it's subverted. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a buzzword there. That's triggering me, Thomas. Subvert expectations. But, uh, oh, haven't you seen the new How to Subvert Expectations Correctly and Incorrectly, guys? Oh, I saw have you seen that? Have you seen that pop on YouTube? I have not hit the ignore button on a video faster. <laughs> yes! Um, 
But yeah, I mean that movie. I think a lot of people they expected one. They want. I mean, it's the last Jedi all over again. <laughs> oh, it's the last Jedi all over again. Where they want one thing out of it, and they expect one thing out of it, and it gives them something amazing, but, but no different. That's exactly what happened. Well, because... then it's wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> from the trailer, okay. In fairness, I didn't see the trailer. I'm, okay, I'm, in 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 fairness of Joe Soap on the street, who's not very smart, the trailer portrays. A different movie. I will not lie. Is it like? It, is it like Driver? It's like Driver. Driver? It's like Drive. It's 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 a lot like that. Where you watch the trailer and you are one hundred percent expecting a complete. We'll watch the trailer afterwards. Okay. And you like it's night and day. You're not the boss of me, but okay. All right. It it really is night and day with the film. Yeah. Completely. Well, I mean, yes, and it is. Actually speci- and it comes and, at yeah. day. <laughs> and specifically, there is a scene in the trailer that was cut out of the final release. Yeah. So people were waiting, not for that moment, but that moment didn't happen, and people were like, oh, really cut it out of the final release. This is just like Rogue One. Um, but yeah, no, people's expectations were subverted, and... Yeah, but it's so good. It's fucking It seems nice. like that's the easiest way to get a poor audience score is to subvert expectations. But that... I'm confused and angry. But that's the... Hey, you sound like you after that Transformers movie. Yeah. That was on TV the other night. Didn't watch it. Really? Actually, for interest sake, what are the audience what scores? What are the audience scores for the Transformers because films? Because you, you, you find a lot of things, especially with Venom that I've seen coming up, like, oh, it doesn't matter what the reviewers say and mm-hmm. how bad they say it mm-hmm. is. You know it's good because it's making money. So like heroin and crack cocaine and human or trafficking. Or like the Transformers movies or the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. These are not good things. Yeah, there's a this weird thing that people do where they conflate enjoying something with it being good uh i yeah. just want to point out that that's run tomorrow's see it skip it thing yeah their last post was on the 4th of january <laughs> so super yeah. super uh successful venture then yeah worst hosts of all i never time. i didn't i didn't watch it because i just heard the concept just one day just just, like, just go because uh, it's, it's on the internet so just try So bad. So bad. Yeah, the audience scores for the Transformers movies are consistently higher. For the first one, they they, they gave it 85%. 85. Okay, the first Transformers movie, I'll give it a 6. Like, yeah, 6 at, is the perfect that's a six. You're actually almost perfectly in line with the critics. <laughs> yeah, 6%. Oh, wow. <laughs> what did they give it? 57. Like, yeah. Like, it, so, like, you know, it's like, it's... The first time we're getting the Transformers on the major motion picture, I'm not a fan of the visual designs, but the story, although ri- ridiculous, is easy to follow. It's it's just that thing the characters like, are the characters are defined. The like, form the form is torn in those three directions. You know, the military, the boy in his car, and like the actual Transformers. And it just feels like the Transformers are the ones that get the short end of the stick. Yeah, narratively yeah. speaking. Yeah, but. 
Yeah. Oh god, there's those scenes in, in the early Transformers with his parents and they go to like <laughs> yeah. college. And yeah. Oh no! And it's all like hijinks because the dog is the boy but it's wearing a pink collar and it's in like not in touch with its masculinity. Remember that was an actual line no. from the first Transformers oh. film? No, I did remember that was an actual line and I hate you so much for now reminding me. And Lord. remember when the toaster comes alive and tries to attack him? <laughs> Decepticon Sounds toaster. like you're describing an 8 out of 10 movie, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me. I just... I don't get how people hold it as gospel. Either, like, the the critics or the... People, especially the audience. I think it's really. because people, people grew up on it. People only hold it as gospel when it agrees with them. People are yeah. very quick to discard things that... Like oh, we've said... Oh, what the hell do the critics know? Bro, 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 bro. Oh, yeah, you see it's freaking crushing it. It's got 87 Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah! It's like, oh, it's got 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. What the hell do the critics know anyway? You sound like those people who were really upset about Spider-Man being great and now are, like, lording Red Dead as like, yeah, see, even the critics are giving this amazing score. (laughs) I think Dion's dead. I think Dion might have been killed. Jason is very handsome. Much more handsome than Thomas or Dion. True. That is a good point, Marcus. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I don't care about the theater. That's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> the theater never has a Metacritic score. Why not? It would just be zero. Which is also the audience attendance. High five. <laughs> <laughs> but sadness. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. The amount of people that I've seen online as well on on the face boobs talk like you should never go there. You probably shouldn't, but they're like, oh, this movie's got a higher um, Rotten Tomatoes score than this movie. Therefore, better. The world doesn't make sense. This is bullshit. My childhood is dead. That. Every time. Not going down that long, dusty road. That dark road. (laughs) That long, dusty road of of fragile childhoods. Retroactively murdering childhoods. People must have had, like, seriously limited... Hey, fragile childhoods for them to be destroyed like retroactively <laughs> every time I remember my childhood now I'm gonna think of Luke's character development <laughs> no come on sorry character assassination character assassination <laughs> oh man it's not good. They assassinated him into a more complex character. They assassinated him into a more grown-up version of himself. What? Dion's brother actually recently um, character assassinated himself from 25 years old to 26 years old. Yo. He's basically a different person. That's just yeah. a, that, What a retcon. Like... <laughs> it was retcon. Dion's childhood is ruined. I remember him being eight. What? You and now he's 26. Zero. Zero room. He used to be shorter than me, and now he's taller. Make up your mind. <laughs> Who are you going to trust? <laughs> They're just doing it to piss you off for the sake of diversity. Yeah. Yep. He does have weird color hair. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he is played by Laura Dern. Oh. Really? Yeah. Nice. Did you ever pick up on that? No. Shit, she's good. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. on range. <laughs> What's that thing that they say? I think both both sides of the political spectrum have um, adapted it to their own uh, preferences. I get, I guess. 
Because it's either get woke or go broke, or get woke and go broke. Yeah. Depending yeah. on who's they, saying yeah, it. Yeah, they both say it, but like you said, with a with a different... Now I'm just angry and tired. <laughs> so, now that we've made you guys all angry... <laughs> go out and think more critically before going online and posting angry things. Because think, not everything... Think about what you've done. Not everything is a CinemaSins video. Yeah, just form your own fucking opinion. Just, just think. Just try. Form and your own opinion and then don't get angry about people objectively trying uh, to present I, theirs. I don't know, Dion, that opinion's slightly different to mine. Oh, shit. Put it down. I, I don't know. Like, there's honestly nothing more refreshing than having your expectations averted. Yeah. Every film I have enjoyed the most these last two or three years have been because they gave me something I wasn't expecting in a way that I didn't think would happen. Mm. And it, 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 being challenged, being challenged is cool because it means that you're not just fucking consuming the same shit over and over and over mm. again and you grow. Well, I mean, look at like Infinity War. Like, look at that ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That subverted like every expectation that had been set up by the entire MCU. Exactly. And Thanos was a whole purple person. <laughs> That's an agenda. I, uh, the, I mean, even films like, I mean, to give credit where it's due, um, Transformers: The Last Night, mm. like subverted my expectation. I mean, I expected it to be a complete dumpster fire and it ended up being a septic tank fire. Yeah. That <laughs> was know? then and on where double it's fire. Yeah. Like you didn't think it could be so bad. Yeah. You didn't think there could be a new standard for the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So that's credit, on fire. Credit where it's due, you know, it had a redeeming feature. It's a new standard. Nothing can touch that. Nothing can take that away from the last night. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was in that movie. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was in that movie. He was. Anthony Hopkins won. Anthony Hopkins goes to the British House of Parliament and threatens people. I think another thing that actually flares it up is people like Zack Snyder saying, oh, it's not for the critics, it's for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, people that have... People that realise they're on the back foot and so they double down yeah, the f- and they just set the legions of rabid fucking neckbeards that, against everyone that backfired massively remember the the uh, the guy who plays Danny Rand yeah oh uh, yo, he, he, oh, yeah. Did, oh it's just because same, of Donald Trump yeah he did he did he did the same thing we make this for the fans and like you know people sort of have a negative reaction to it because like, yeah that's why people hate Batman yeah jackass so yeah like it can backfire. It can, but how's it now with your show being cancelled? Jagger. Yeah, until Netflix picks it up. Yeah, I mean, Luke until Cage Disney. is also cancelled. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. Yeah. We love you, Luke Cage. Maybe they—it's just because they couldn't look at Luke anymore without seeing Danny. You know, and they were just like, "It's too painful. We're gonna have to let you go." Sorry. I think the main problem though was that um, Luke Cage was uh, like. His character changed from the first season to the second season. Right. There was character growth there. I haven't seen season two, but yeah. So season two Luke was different to season one Luke, which means it's character assassination. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so everybody boycotted it because yeah. it was pushing what is that, an agenda. What is that movie that was filmed like across like 20 years or something? Or 15 years or something? Boy or something? Oh, yeah. Is that John Malkovich movie? 
No, no, they they basically filmed like a twenty a movie over twenty years because they had the same actor play the kid and the adult. Wow. Yeah. What a waste. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, right. but yeah, like, I mean, that where they assassinated that kid's character. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he was six, he wanted to be an astronaut and eat dinosaurs, and now he's paying taxes and is an accountant. <laughs> character assassination. Why well, just rewrite the whole story? Yeah. Just retcon it. Man, all those buzzwords. <laughs> they really anger me on a really physiological level. <laughs> it's like when people say problematic unironically. I yeah. just like something inside me just clicks a little bit yeah. and I go like Ow. 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 And then I just kinda stop listening. Uh, I mean it's ever since they went and made movies political really. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> just they know started... that that frou frou nonsense in my films. Just like, the uh, movies like about a man Swan... killing a fish. Yeah. <laughs> Like Ron Swanson's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My um, favorite story is Moby Dick. <laughs> no, no, no fancy metaphors. Just a good old-fashioned story about a man who hates an animal. Or <laughs> <laughs> that fucking um, uh, the Garth Marenghi's dark, a uh, dark place. You've seen it, and the they do an yes. interview with the. <laughs> The writer is like, I know writers who use subtext. Those writers are cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel is like, a, I, I know it wasn't, but I feel that he was like doing a David Cage impression. <laughs> yeah, so on that note, I'm go see Bad Times at the Old Royale. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like it's good. Because that comes out on Friday. That's a good, good nice. cast. It's a good cast. I've heard it is one of the better thrillers out there at the moment. Nice. Sweet deal. So, yeah, go see that. Also, Overlord comes out this week. Woo, go watch that, because it's going to be spooky, and it's the first time we get Nazi super science on the big screen. Well, not the first time, but the first time with the budget. Of this uh, the first size. time it's had the budget of Bad Robot. Yeah. Cool. Sorry to have upset you. Um, I know Marcus went on a pretty long, um, yeah, pretty I... long tirade there. Yeah, we're going to have to have words after this. I, I might mean... even just edit the whole thing out to be honest yeah, so that was, that's, that's a that bit was drastic a bit, like, I went and made coffee and I came back and it was just wow that sounds like a reshoot character assassination <laughs> look it's not my fault he's putting, pushing an agenda okay <laughs> how many can we fit in one sentence all of them yeah crabbies sideshow well actually I, I've got a good one where I can fit absolutely all of them